It's springtime 2022. Hey, it's Kim, better known as Bees, your whiter GM from 83 to 84. And you can hear my dog barking in the background. Ace, just a minute, I'll be with you. Okay, so last year at this time, well, about 11 months ago, a group of us got together to reminisce about our time at Wider. So, yeah, I'm a little behind in putting this out there, but better late than never. So we're going to join the conversation in progress, kind of a roundtable outdoor patio discussion during the pandemic. We had to be outdoors. But we're going to join the conversation in progress with little or no editing, and you'll, you'll figure out where the edit parts are. But I'm going to join this conversation in progress. We'll listen to it together, and i got to go take care of my dog. So we're here at Bilbo's on Stadium Drive with the core of the wider, what was it, like early to mid-90s or 80s? Oh, see, I'm getting old. We had big hair and little car. So this is, um, we had what? We had big hair and little cars in the 80s. What kind of car did you have? What was your favorite car in the 80s, Chris? Well, that's two different questions. What kind of car did I have? It's embarrassing because I had a little yellow Chevette. I remember that. With a orange racing stripe. Yes. And I got a ticket going down the hill, one of these big hills over here, because he was stopped right at the bottom of the hill. And I said, you don't understand, officer. I got to get the energy enough to get up that hill and this is a Chevette. And is it true that your Chevette only like went 70 miles an hour? It had a limiter of 55? Well, I, I can't I can't remember that, but I do remember starting it with a jackknife. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. So you were on the air for a short time. What, what, what other capacity did you have at Wider? I was the continuity director. <laughs> What years? 1981 to about 84. What did you actually do as a continuity director? What well, the hell is that? I wrote the public service announcements. We got these little things that says the Red Cross is having a blood drive or whatever. And I saw I typed it on a card and then I'd sign it, Katie. And then Thor was reading it one day. He goes, who the hell is Katie? <laughs> God, I am. That's you. I'm the continuity director. I'm the continuity director. I had a whole typewriter. And you also had air shift. Give me I an example did. of what you would play, like five, six, seven, eight songs that you would play during your air shift. Did you guys remember this? Because I'm going to ask you the same thing. Well, I remember when you had to go to the bathroom, you played one of the long songs. You guys would probably remember what the songs those were. High tides. <laughs> 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 what are the long songs? Okay. That's good. So you didn't have like a core group of artists that you usually played? I don't think so. Okay. What's your favorite cuss word? My favorite customer? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, next, we're going stage right. Papa McKinney. Hey, dude. Wider alumni. We're here at Bilbo's. I think we already said that. So, yeah. when did you, um, how long did you stay at Wider? What did you do? I was, I think it was at Wider from 83 to 85, maybe. Damn, you're old. I know. What did you go by on the air at Wider FM? I was Papa. And I have Tim Murphy to thank for that, and it had nothing to do with radio. <laughs> had to do with the fact that I could hit a softball further playing for the Wider Rangers softball team. Oh, don't get me started about the Wider Rangers softball team. Yeah. By the way, City of Kalamazoo, we're still waiting for our trophy you screwed us out of. Oh, fuck them. <laughs> so um, you were on the air from 83 to what? About 85. So what was your, like, what was a set, a papa set on Wider? What was it like? Um... 
Well, Thor, Thor used to complain all the time that I played Gary Myrick too much. Okay. And um, after I played Fast Food by Stevens and Grudnick, he came in and I'm going to break that freaking record. Wow, 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 I want a treat burger. Um, is that the one? Yes. And a large orange drink. And, yeah, Love that. And then he just kept running into the post. Um, like, dude, where's my car? They dude, basically yeah. was a ripoff of the Steve. Okay. I and uh, I played uh, one I really liked, and I don't know if I could ever play it on a year again. Was uh, I love it when you call me names by Joan Armatrader. Right that on. That was a great song. Yes. Bruce, Bruce Coburn, yes. and Murph introduced me to um, Josie Cotton. Yep. Play her and. Um, uh, I'd listen to Steely Dan a little, but Murph really kind of made me jump into the deep end of the pool. So, so you had quite Murph's a variety fault. on well, your set. Yeah, but I would play the same things all the time <laughs> from the same show. Well, so you suck then? Well, my... Well, yeah. I mean, did people like you? Did you have groupies? No. 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 I did. My favorite show was probably The Hangover Hour on Sunday mornings. Oh. From six to eight, I would play like Shadow Facts and, and all the all the uh, the Narada and Wyndham Hill, and you know from six to eight, if your alarm happened to accidentally go off, That's the music would be really nice, and you wouldn't have to peel yourself off the ceiling. George Winston. George Winston, yes, and the late great Michael Hedges. Oh um, Yeah. Yep, William Ackerman. And, it was amazing. So I had a good time. It was, and it, and Thor's fault, by the way. Damn but, it, Thor! <laughs> His name is going to surface a lot. He, with he, he came in and, and told me while I was working at Wider that there was an opening at a radio station in Otsego, and I went up and had a two-minute interview with Jim Higgs and got the job. And the rest is infamous history. So you worked there, there too. In Otsego? Uh-huh. Yep. So I think everybody who was a Widerite at one time worked at Quixie. Yes. Yes. Myself included in that marathon And I, I actually worked with Thor while he was, uh, which one was Rocky Rhodes. That was his incarnation. Oh, that's right. And he actually had to pin his name up above the window so he could remember who the hell he was. It was fun. Rocky Rhodes. And uh, final question, then we're going to hand it over to Murph. What's your favorite cuss word? It's a podcast. We can swear. I, the, I would say, yeah, I know. It's fun, isn't it? Uh, okay, do we have to, get, we'll turn away while you're saying favorite cuss word. Well, no, my favorite, my favorite cuss word. There's this, because, because it can be a noun, a verb, an adjective, an adverb. It's just a universal word. Or phrase. I mean, that's right. Murph. Yes. Here, hold on to that because you're going you're gonna to pass it around and they're okay. going to be like, you heard everything. What what did you do at Wider and in what years? I was uh, on the air on the AM in 1980. Is there still AM? No, it was carrier current. That's your it was, went through the, the water the water pipes and the, then the lines. And that went away in 82. Uh, 81 to 86, I was on the FM. Uh, and I was music director in 83. And you were my boss, my very first boss I, in radio. I trained you and James Sanford the same year. You guys both started. And I was so nervous. Yes. It was just such a nerve-wracking experience. <laughs> but you were, um, so you were program director? M music director. Music director. And then didn't you, were you responsible for bringing Art in America for the last guy yeah. flying? I, <laughs> I interviewed him. I did the, I reviewed the album for the Herald, and I put it in heavy rotation. 
Still one of my favorite albums. Yeah, but it should be known that IDK stole the show. Yeah, no. they. I don't know. It should be known that I didn't hire uh, someone else. Hired. I don't even know who it was. It wasn't nepotism. It was, it was just IDK, PSB, and Art in America, right? And, yeah. Uh, and I told. Was well, it I told? Was yeah, that's right. Not so, anymore, I don't think. No. We're much of a band back then. So I could go on and ask you about what you're doing now if you want to talk about your lovely. You brought this group together, by the way. So yeah, yeah I was credit. coming. Mark. That's why we love them. Oh, is that art? A little Sinatra serenade here. Yep. Uh, I just retired from radio last February. I uh, I run a mobile home park, and I'm restoring campers. Now, where's your mobile home park? Uh, Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. So. Are you, are you a Uper? No, not a Uper. No, I, I will be a Uper. I'm hoping to be one. I'm only an hour away from the Uper. A cheesehead. Okay. No, I'm not a cheesehead. I'm a, I'm a Bears fan. Well, Murph, thank you. And it's not a two-part. Thank you for orchestrating this. Yeah, this is fun. We're just going to go around the horn here. All right. Wait, wait. Don't don't pause it. What is your favorite word or phrase? My wife's ex, my ex-wife's name. Pass it around. It still costs some money. There, ha there has to be a bees question, though. So you can. Oh, we'll ask we can. Again. We can. Like you can interview Bob. Murph interview. Oh God. Sackley. Okay. All right. Ask me what my Obviously, cuss word is. Yeah. Let's start with the cuss word. It's Mrs. actually Sackley. not bad. Holy crap! <laughs> because she's no fun. She fell right. I was at a. I was at a commercial college radio station where we would be getting in real, real deep. Kaka, <laughs> if we said the wrong words. So you you started your college career at University of Illinois. That is correct. When did you get to Kalamazoo and get involved with that? Moved to Kalamazoo in 1976 when we filed the application to build the uh, 50,000 watt classic rocker. Okay, and then you just kind of hung out at Wider. Yeah, that? I, yeah. Actually, one of our uh, one of our shareholders, one of our six original founders. Um, name is Mark Rubin. He actually, he got his bachelor's degree at Illinois and he actually came up here and got his master's degree at Western. Mark was working at Wider starting in 1976 when he was a student at Western. So then he got me to come. I started working at Wider in 1978 and stayed till 1987, but I never attended Western. I paid a lot of Western tuition as my son attended Western, oh. but, so I got to do that. Um, but my first general manager was Gary Dems. Gary. Remember that yeah. name? Yeah. Gary Dems. Okay. And Bees was one of my many program directors. You were a program. You weren't a pro what, music director. No. What were you? Oh, general manager. One more, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, there are always lots of bosses at Wider. And but my, I'll say my my favorite my favorite program director, and this may not be at the top of everybody else's list. My favorite program director was Sharon Jacobs, because Sharon You're right not at the top of my list. But Sharon Jacobs, to her credit, because I was in college radio. I was I was a music director. I was a production director. I was a general manager of a station far far away. And I came with my predetermined, oh, I know all this stuff because I've been da-da-da-da-da, and I had all the music I wanted to play. And Sharon made it very, very clear that I had to move through the music. That's what she kept telling me. Don't get stuck in a spot. Make sure you know the new music. 
share the information about the old stuff. But I was basically on Thursday nights. Okay. That's pretty, I did that for years. I have to thank you. You introduced me to one of my favorite all-time bands, Barkley James Harvest. That's right. If it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have every one of their albums. Time-honored Ghost. Yep, that one, and Eyes of the Universe. Eyes of the Universe. Yeah. So, Excellent. So, so you ended the, oh, you had another question, No, sir? I'm done. No. Oh, you can pass along. Now it's Ed's turn to interview Bob. Okay. B.W. Peelish, Bob Peelish. First thing I want to know is, what kind of a sound system did you have in your first Volkswagen? I actually am a mercenary, and... Uh, I never really drove Volkswagens much. I just took them apart and sold the parts. So the only VW Rabbit diesel that I had just came with the stock Volkswagen AM FM cassette player. I was going to ask if you had a... If Wait a minute, it, that's not close enough to its face. Okay. What I was going to ask is, I figured the old Volkswagen, I had, I had a 66 VW Bug and it only had an AM radio. Because back then they didn't have the F and the M, so. But how how did you get sucked into the uh, wider sphere that has engulfed us all? I was delivering pizza in '75 when John McNeil started WIDR FM, and I bought an, a Super Scope FM converter so I could fly pie and listen to something besides Top 40 AM radio. And I used to stop by the station and give the DJs on the air free pizza at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I became involved a couple years later after Wider came to a student government meeting and we had more people at that student government meeting than we had ever had before in the history of ASG and John McNeil had done a promo for it it was about driving on campus without a parking sticker and uh, he played um, the Jefferson Starship cruising in my automobile tune and made a promo for the event in the Kiva room we had over 200 people crowding the Kiva room after that I said screw student government I'm going to go into radio. <laughs> That's right. So I started working at Wider in 77. I produced a taped show that played at 8 in the morning. I'd come in at 2 in the morning and record it. And I never actually listened to myself on the air because it was always a, a uh, reel-to-reel tape that I left in the, in the box. And I'd do the Wider campus calendar. Um, graduated in 77 came back in 1980 and started doing graveyards to qualify That's for right. my own show and I finally earned my own show and did Saturday nights 10 to 2 um, from 81 till 82 until I played MacArthur's Park on the air and I won't mention who the program director was at the time but he called me during the show screaming for playing a top 40 overplayed song and the next time they gave out shows my name was not on the list I thought you were going to say he complained that you left the cake out in the rain yeah okay that wasn't it so hey and it was a spin and go I was just looking for something to play because my the the song was about to end you know back in those days we only had albums right so uh 
But I also I should mention that I was your favorite sub to do your show on Thursday That's nights. That's correct. That is yeah. because they couldn't tell the difference between what you chose and what I chose. Look at that. And they didn't even know you weren't there until I did, came on and did a stop set. And I don't know who who gave me the who who called started calling me Professor Ed. I think that might have been you. It could have been. I think it was Larry Mack. I was I was just the professor for some reason. Professor. Probably because I was you older than a lot of you. Now, Bob, you've been like a lifer then, from the mid-70s till now. Yeah, actually, um, I'm very honored by the fact that Dr. Jules Rossman refers to me as the eternal Bob Peelish. <laughs> because, except for four months in 78, I've never really left Kalamazoo. And um, I've gone on to to be the uh, treasurer and then the president of the Alumni Society and help put on some wider uh, banquets and that kind of thing. Um, finally got somebody to take over as president of the Alumni Society. I, I was looking for someone who graduated in a decade that didn't end in, in 70s or 80s or 90s. We finally got somebody in, in the 10s, so I was able to pass the torch. But um, the interesting thing about my career is that I have never gotten paid for working on the radio. Um, but like Tom DeCircio used to say, the radio world needs financial people too. You know, and maybe someday you could own a station and decide to give yourself a slot. But that's about the only way you'll ever get a regular primetime slot, Bob. Which I don't think he meant to infer that that was a reflection of my talent as a DJ, but. Uh, I guess I'll just be happy with doing Ancient Airs on Homecoming. Thank you for your service, Bob. Hey, as far as far as as far as owners uh, being on the air, when uh, my partner Rich Fruin and I, when we signed RKR on in October of 1988, we decided we wanted to be on the air. So we told Bill Martin, our program director, that we were going to reserve 6 to 10 a.m. on Sunday mornings for us, <laughs> and we alternated Sunday mornings. We did that for three months, and we realized how bad we sucked compared to all of our professional staff that we stepped down. Even though we had both been on the air as long as we had, we had great people, and I'm very, very happy to say that a lot of the people that get hired, not just at our stations, but in this market, Grand Rapids and elsewhere, come out of college radio. So a lot of wider folk went on, whether they stayed in town or went on to bigger and better markets. There was no better market, a bigger market. They do real well. And the shout out to Jules, and I hope somebody else will give a shout out to Jules. I visit Jules twice a year, and as long as I take him to Chompy's, he's happy. So. He lives in Phoenix, go yeah, see Jules. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh, you forgot your favorite cuss word. Do you want to swear? You can. Oh, my favorite cuss words is any time Samuel Jackson says motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, can, I concur, Bob. Okay, Big Lair. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself and uh, tell us what you did at Wider and when? Uh, Bob, I was... I went by the radio name of Larry Mack uh, because uh, I, my name's Larry McClish. How creative! But uh, didn't have a marketing firm that came up with that name. But I uh, worked there from about uh, 79, 80 till about 85, 86, somewhere in that, roughly. 
until the FCC. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Thank Kim. Kim. Uh, yeah, it was just I was in and out. I was kind of drifted like the wind. I was in and out. Uh, but uh, first of like Ed said, a shout out to Dr. Jules Rossman. Just a great advisor. Uh, and going strong. And Rick Gershon too. Let's, and Rick, Rick Gershon. Yes. Yes. Rick Gershon. We got it. We definitely got a tip. But uh, Jules put up with us uh, college uh, yokels uh, pretty well for all the time. But I was, um, I did an occasional show, but uh, I guess my bread and butter was, so to speak, was sports director. And uh, I had some good people that I worked with, Papa, Tim Murphy, Mike Cipriano, uh, about that time. Um, Mike Cipriano, I'll tell you a quick story of being a college, uh, that he liked to go when we did games at Waldo Stadium for Bronco football, Mike liked to do stats hockey. with us, oh, and yeah. hockey, hockey too as well. But he liked to do stats for uh, Waldo Stadium, and I asked uh, Sip, as he was called, I said, uh, Mike, why do you like to do stats and, and kind of be our spotter during football games? He liked the press box food because he didn't have any money, so he, the only way he could eat was via the university Smart that man. would feed the uh, media in the press box. But uh, just a great guy. Still keep in touch with him, Bob. But uh, uh, we did a lot of things hockey, as, as Ed said. We did Western hockey. I did it with, with, with Murph and with Papa, uh, with Mike Cipriano uh, when the Broncos were in the CCHA. Uh, we did uh, basketball, football. We, we really, really covered it well. We even did some games at Frigid Himes Field back then. So... Uh, but just a great group of people I worked with. And I just really good. Jump in there. Remember, Wider was doing the games at the same time as the Bronco Network was doing them on commercial stations. Right. So, and we did them better. Right. Of course. I'm sorry, Robin. Yeah. But, sorry, Robin. Hey, and Bob, Robin Hook's a great. We got more Bob, trouble. Bob, too. ask Larry Mack what his favorite set of music would be. If you were listening to the Larry Mack show. <laughs> okay. The and, same and thing over and over. Super Bowl shuffle. And one, yeah. one thing I wanted to say, Larry. Anything sports related. Some of the listeners may notice that we're actually using our, our real names. I don't know where this uh, penchant for coming up with DJ names started, but everybody at Whiter now, it's like they come up with these uh, crazy names and you don't really know who they were. But it was always, yeah, DJs busting stuff and uh, everything else like that. And I would just come on and say, this is Bob Peelish on this side of your speakers, stealing from Randy Heiss. Randy Heiss, Heiss. yes. Who, yep. who was the original of that? And you would be Larry McClish? I was Larry Mack because McClish, I guess, didn't exactly roll off the tongue. But like Ed said, I've been Kalamazoo native, stayed here living in Portage, and just Larry Mack was, was part of it, you know, MC and... And uh, but just a great group of people. They really helped me a lot. Deb Burke and our. I really got to say seriously. Probably I've worked a lot of different jobs. The most creative and best group of people that I've ever worked with. And I shouldn't even use the word work, but just to get to know. Yeah. Anybody got a box? Box of Kleenex, please. Box of Kleenex. And did you did you just kind of pass over B's question there, like what kind of music that you would play? Uh, yeah, I did actually. That's kind of a political side. Uh, well, how somebody about have political aspirations? I passed. How over. about do you remember the split split ends? All oh, the split ends. I got you. Yes. Uh, the laser etched album. That's all I want. Yeah. And how about split ends? Uh, uh, Johnny Guitar Watson. That's Johnny a real Guitar mother for, for you. you. 
Yeah, Albert Collins, I'll throw a brick upside your head, was always one of my favorites. And <laughs> as we might mention, too, with Murph and Papa being here and Katie, uh, Robin Trower. Robin yeah. Trower. Oh, yeah. He's still, by the way, still doing, he's still on the road, still performing at, what, 70, 40 years old, which is amazing. That's a great so, And, of course, always, you know, I got to get the top 40, and I'd play Clapton, Nugent, the whole the whole thing. But uh, Split Ends was, yeah, that was definitely one of my favorites. And, and to make the program directors happy every once in a while you'd have to play George Benson or Herbie Hancock so that you could say you played jazz those well, are the only two jazz people I knew so I would play them every, every well, time well if, if I was like Cipriano and I had to go over to the stop and go to get a beverage or something then no, not alcoholic of course I put on chameleon by Herbie Hancock so you know that yeah as long that as you would, prop, prop the door open yeah. oh you get screwed yeah that's right Ed, what, what Ed's talking about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah okay, that's, so that's true. Yeah, I had that. I enjoyed that. But uh, uh, yeah, it's you know we we did it, but it just it was a great group. And uh, Friday freebies, I was there when Friday freebies. I think Pete Hendricks. I'll do a little shout out to Pete Hendricks. He called it Friday Freebase. I think it was about the time that Richard Pryor was was going very popular. So, but that's another story for another day. But. Okay, so what is your favorite cuss word? Well, I worked in hockey for a while, so obviously the <laughs> F-bomb is, <laughs> you know, that's second nature in Canada. What's your second favorite? Customer? Oh, the second favorite, a distant second. Um, holy crap, and that's not really a cuss word, so holy There you go. Okay, yeah. well, we'll close well, that's, with that. That's not exciting, hey, but... I, I, have a, I have a question that maybe everybody can answer. Um, we always wanted to make sure that we were not the station playing the hits. We didn't want to be actually WKMI we didn't know for a long time. Okay, because yeah. KMI was the top 40 station. Um, we didn't want to play stuff that uh, KFR, KN, were playing from Battle Creek. So it was very important for us to not play the hits. We broke one of the all-time biggest selling albums and careers of all time when we played Michael Jackson Thriller. Yeah. We really we ran that thing, we burned those grooves out before. We played Thriller and Billie Jean when it was progressive and nobody was playing it on the radio. Good point. That was Joe Chillers, right? Was, yes, it was yeah. so over Joe the Joe Chillers, the late Dang. Joe Chillers. And so we broke we broke our rule without, we're like, we broke the rule of the future. Yeah. Or the past, whatever. But it I was, did not it know was that. Great. I didn't either. Yes, we right. played. Your turn. Good point, yeah. Ed. It's hard to top that album. It's really oh, hard. my gosh. Yeah, so Bees gets point. to answer the questions yeah, now. She started this oh, crap. Wait, I, I you want to oh, do wait, it? Did we, did we wrap up Larry Mack? Is Larry still yeah, talking? Yeah, lap, Larry, Larry is still talking seconds. in what his mind. What are the stats here? Give us the stats on this. <laughs> his lips are moving. So what's he what's really your one loss record for the entire career? It's definitely the L. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, yeah, Bob, yeah, yeah. Bob Pelish, or Professor Bob, no, the intimate, what was the, Dr. Jules? Uh, the eternal. The eternal. Now, you were mentioning about you calling yourself like your first and last name and you're Larry Mack and then the nowadays the kids they have their creative names I think I was the only wider DJ that yeah. went by a one word moniker right. yeah. Yeah. give yeah. me some praise oh, give me some yeah. love thank you very much so where did bees come from I mean, where did that name come from what where did bees come from a derivative of Kim Bees. Oh
okay. Oh, okay. Because there were so many people that didn't know my real name, and it's like, well, I don't know your name, and I don't, you, you go by bees, and so, okay. so the, the, the gigs up. The <laughs> and you, and you dressed up as a bee one year for Halloween, that was just so That's great. right, I think I did, and it was at a party, didn't you live at Concord? It was Concord, yep, yep. So, yeah, that, that's, yep. the, that's the one um, word moniker I was famous for, that's how I was known. <laughs> and um, I got involved with Wider because a roommate said, hey, you like music? There's this really cool station, They're, they call it Weirder, but we really think that, um, I think that you would fit in there. And I'm like, oh, thanks, is that, what does that mean? But um, it, the rest is history. I mean, I remember listening. I used to jog on campus and had my headphones on, and, and I would listen to Jean-Luc Ponty and oh, Pat so Metheny. And then just like, I mean, it was like a, it was all kinds of music that I grew to love, that I was introduced to, that some I already knew. And I thought, yeah, I'm going to go to this place and, and dig my heels in. Like they had like... <laughs> There were headphones, it was like a little transistor. Oh, yeah, okay, with the, yeah. Yeah, with the antenna. Oh, yeah. Didn't they have the, like a black plastic pair with like yellow? It was weird. Yeah. Sennheiser yellow cups. They were yellow cups. Yellow. Legendary. The they don't make them anymore. I had 11 years I had the same set. <laughs> but my first boss is sitting at the table across with his beautiful Hawaiian shirt on and his beautiful camper. Tim Murphy, my, I owe it to all to you. Everything I learned. <laughs> but it's been a great time and um, everybody who has been affiliated with Wider can can agree that it's just like a lifelong commitment. We're a solid group of friends and we still are keeping in touch. Some of us have worked together. We know how many people are in radio now? Seventeen. Seventeen. And we all know each other. So that was Murph. And well, that seventeen of us that dumb? <laughs> well, 16 now, I retired. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And 17 yeah. people out of all the years, all the eras of, of radio, wider radios, that's how many people I went into that, radio. You're the only one still in radio, aren't you? I'm still in radio. Well, supposedly. I could go in tomorrow and find out. Hell no. Yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that the station I worked for up in Otsego uh, had a tendency to hire a lot of wider people. And in fact, when I worked in Frankfurt, Boomers. Two, two guys, two guys after me was uh, Bo King, who was a GM for Wider. Thor worked there. He worked there. I worked there. Gene B worked there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was the marketing person for the Kalamazoo Public Transit. That's right. That's right. I remember that. I remember that. So, so what would a, a typical? Well, you never had anything typical, which was why we love you so much. Uh, what what would a atypical bees set be like? She would be all across the board. It would be like I mentioned Jean Luc Ponty, Pat Metheny, Bonnie Raitt, um, 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 anything ska. Anything reggae, it would just be like, come on. And sometimes I'd throw in Janis Joplin. But, um, but one of my favorite, one of my favorite bands, a wider band, because it just, it just encapsulated. It was the, um, what do you call that? The, um, it just summed up the whole experience. Was the pajama slave dancers, fast cars, girls in bikinis. Okay. That was uh, just like you never knew what you. 
<laughs> and the song went, it was like a surf song. Fast cars, girls in bikini. <laughs> anyway. That's what I want to do before I So we're going to ask you, what's your favorite swear word? There are so many. Do you really want to hear? I remember. I IDK. You got to ask these about yeah. IDK. You Why yes. don't you ask about IDK? Well, Go ahead, ask. I've seen video. These you, you were a lead video. singer. Yeah, yeah. Where? It's, well, it's on YouTube. Thousands, oh, right. maybe possibly millions of hits. Yeah. But uh, you were lead singer. IDK. Tell, give us a little background about your band, IDK. Oh, just happened to sing with um, a guest vocalist on the Public Service Band Party Circuit. Yes. Dave Rummel, a legendary, wider eyed. As you know, if you were a Western student, you attended many parties. And you would be, you'd, maybe you'd get lucky to go to a party where there'd be live music. And the public service band just had all these hits in their in their arsenal. And so I knew some of the words. And I got up and sang Under the Boardwalk. Who doesn't know Under the Boardwalk? As I was doing a guest vocalist appearance, my friend Gerald said, Hey, I like your hutzpah, chick. Well, I want to start a band, so I want you to be in the band. And so that's basically it. And what does IDK stand for? Is that what you asked? Well, Larry yeah, I don't know. What? I don't know. That's right. I don't know. And we're ahead of its t out of ahead of the time with the acronym that is all too familiar. Doing the texting. And so yeah, why should Sue? Pen rights. We know Gary Apps. Okay, there you go. We there can we do go. That. Our pal. So, so I get to re relate a, a classic wider moment that he was involved in. Okay, so David Livingstone, who, by the way, was a pain in the ass when he worked at wider, and I guess maybe still be a pain in the ass, um, was inter was interviewing a. Um, Exotic dancer, okay, on on wider. All right, it was that, and they're in the studio where we do potpourri and all that good stuff. Well, Thor and uh, Larry Mack here put, and we had these huge carts that were like a, a like the, what you you play for the the uh, room the delay. <clears throat> so we were on a seven second delay. So they didn't know what was going on. When in the studio, well, Larry and Thor somehow found this album of heavy breathing. Craftwork. Craftwork. That was their craftwork. So, 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 so they're playing this underneath the interview, and it's going out over the air. And somebody called and said, "Livingstone, do you know they're playing heavy breathing underneath their interview?" And he came. I thought he was going to come through the two windows. That's that's how mad he was. Funny. It was just <laughs> every interview, erotic interview, Papa has to have a music <laughs> bed. Uh, there has to be some type of music. And there were many. Craft work was perfect. Yes. But I mean, you think all the shows that Wider had that nobody else did. You know, we had bottoms and tops. We had uh, I that. Um, airlines. airlines. We had uh, Fresh, Fresh Daily. Daily. We also had. Um, we had Potpourri. Um, you did, were you part of Fresh Daily? No. Wow. She was like hearing about Missing that. The what was, what was the, the oh, Bits and Pieces at, mi at noon. Yeah. It featured an album at, and, and I got stuck with the group All one time. All. Oh. And it took me probably 45 minutes to find enough songs to play in a half an hour that were airworthy. 
All was all all was a. I think they were managed by Samuel L. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> Nobody had better PSAs either. Oh no! no. And it was Chris. We, I mean, she was. Couldn't do commercials. We own the town on PSAs. I think you yes, can have, you can have the closing word, Jimmy. Yeah. No, no, not me. No, I'm on the air already enough. Okay. You can. It's your turn. It's and your on program. on that note, well, we love you. we'll just um, say good night. We love you. Thank you. Good night. You rock. And all you people that weren't here, yeah. be here next time. Yes. Double you idea. Because we're talking about you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> all here. Whiter FM. Sarah Dellinger. What was it? Sarah. Whiter, Whiter FM, the first red light on the left. And that's a wrap. I love that.